You're listening to Strengthen Bonds, an Async Twilight Imperium podcast. Episode 7, Chasset Loves Light Gray. I'm your host, BLT. Well, I'm pretty excited this week to have a uh, second guest on the so- show. Chasset is joining us today. He is uh, extremely involved in uh, a number of things around the server, or, or will be soon, as we'll hear about. Um, so, Chasset, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Nice to be here. Yeah, well, again, thank you so much for making the time. You have a number of ways that you're involved. I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the the tournament. Um, mm-hmm. you, you've got some some interesting weird game mode uh, ideas, um, but also uh, you know we've played in a few games together. I don't know how many, but uh, yeah, a few, three, four, three, four something. at least. I'm trying to remember if you took my home system in more than one of those games, but at least one for sure. <laughs> just just the last one, I think. That was the only one. Okay. Um, I always like playing with you. You definitely keep me on my toes. I feel like your play style is is a little bit similar to mine in that. You kind of like to play it chill, not make mm-hmm. waves, but then, you know, again, next thing I know, you're like winning or, or whatever is kind of the last second there. Yeah, so when I play, I like to make sure everyone has a functional game. Like, I don't like dumpstering people round one or whatever. Sure. I like it if everyone gets to round five and they're like, yeah, I had a decent game. And then in the last round, anything can happen. Home systems get taken, wins lay three, four things down the line and then ideally i ended up as the last one standing that's that's like uh, my goal for the game right okay that's that, that sounds very uh that resonates Boat floaty until the last round yeah exactly do you ever go into a game just like expecting like do, do, do you start games expecting that you'll have to like take a home system or do something like that i will build to have the ability to take a home okay maybe i won't need to but it you you don't know right until until the stage two flips or someone gets massively ahead or whatever. Right, it's so you much, don't know much who better you to slay. have the ability and not use it than need it and not have the ability. Right, so just you get light wave, you get carrier two, and you you want to have the plastic even if you don't need it. You just want to be able to do it. Maybe that plastic just sits in your home because you're winning first. That's good. <laughs> that's that's not a problem either. Um, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so. Yeah, again, so in the last game uh, we played, Chasset did take my home. It was not malicious. Um, it was just because I had Shard, and that was his path. And, you know, very it's yep. very easy to play with a player like that. There's never any hard feelings. You don't take it personal. It just that's what the game told us. You were upset for maybe an hour, and then you were like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was upset because I wasn't winning. And so my, my, my whole path was... <laughs> Well, if anyone, if everyone leaves me alone, maybe this will work out or something. And then, like first action before I could do anything, you took my own. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I, I sure did. Sleep logistics, light wave across the map with Zayu, and boop, I'm here now. Yeah, that's awesome. That was anyway. That but was awesome. It didn't help me anyway. Well, it it should have. There were yeah. That was that was a that was a weird game. Like like many are. Um. All right, so something I've been reporting on in this podcast, just because I think it's such a cool thing for the server to have our own tournament, is Async Tournament 2. I actually mm-hmm. joined, I think, after Async Tournament 1 had already started, and that was over a year ago. Yeah, same for me. You too, okay. So it was definitely time to do another one. What 
yeah led you to to get it going i mean it's a pretty big organizational effort to to make that happen so i'd had it in my head for a while like people mentioned like oh hey are you ever going to do this i was like well we actually did it. and people were like oh well we did it in the past and I don't know, it just kind of hasn't happened again. And then I listened to the, I think it was the newest Space Cats episode, and they were like, hey, you should do an async tourney. And I was like, they're right, we should. And I thought, well, then I guess I'll do it. So you just asked in the dev channel if that was something that you were allowed to do, and no one said no. That's one thing I've loved about this server, is that if you've got some uh, initiative, and it's not like an actual bad idea, uh, people will usually like, just let you do it. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's like, just you just look at all the homebrew that gets run all the time in any of this stuff. Like, I, for the first, I don't know, year after I joined, I had a terrible habit where I just wouldn't play <laughs> TI. <laughs> like, I would, just, I would be dragged into all these cool, interesting homebrews, and I'd, like, have to make a conscious effort. Okay, this is a 10 points game of TI. <laughs> with no homebrews or anything you're just gonna play the game or you'll right. forget how <laughs> right. you're just too busy playing all the weird stuff i i've loved how much uh that has flourished uh, you know here in async because uh you know with async you have time to go like look at the rules or something you know kind of remind yourself how all the different homebrew yeah or or you, there's just there's just a willingness from the community to be like yeah i'll give this a try right Right, and like some some of them don't work. Um, like I once tried to run a a marriage variant game, which is an extension of the alliance mode rules. I came up like I came up with the rules where you start single, quote unquote, uh -huh. and during the game you get married. To to so you like choose your alliance partner mid game, and the game completely fell apart. But. <laughs> We had to go. It was fun. I think there's a there's a feeling, unlike you know IRL or even uh, you know tabletop simulator or whatever. Um, you know you're not you're not you're not dedicating this whole Saturday or whatever to this. You know it's just kind of going yeah. on in the background. So if you want to try something funky, yeah, just just let's just do it. It'll be one of my four games or whatever's going on. Yeah, and it doesn't feel awkward to ask, like if it was with a friend or if you popped into the chat for online server and you said, "Hey, I want to play exactly this game. Yes or no." right now it's kind of awkward but if you just put a post up on the on the making games forum it just feels a lot less intrusive or whatever you know you just if any anyone who's actively interested will come find you and everyone else will just leave it exactly exactly so so with the tournament you know obviously that there's no homebrew you know you're you're keeping it pretty pretty straight vanilla for the, mm -hmm. the tournament setting oh yeah um you made the slices you set up the uh the yeah. signups you set up the the games i saw that you did you know randomly but like kind of within time zones to help things move along i guess i'm just curious yeah has anything been particularly like has anything gone particularly well has there really been anything surprising about the tournament so far so according to my count maybe i'll just slip this in here right now since last time I, I, mm -hmm. I did this, it looks like we've got two more winners. Diego, one is Necro in the safe one, and ignoring my PhD, one is Empy in uh, in the in control slice. So I think we only need six more games mm -hmm. to go, which is kind of awesome. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven is my seven count. Left. Okay, I might be off one at some point. That's that's fine. So yeah, I mean, how is it? How is it? Uh, you know, what have you have you learned anything? Has anything surprised you? Anything? Yeah, gone particularly well. Um. 
I think my evaluation of the slices was slightly different to other people, but that is good, actually. Like, I'm happy about that. Um, the goal was just to make them different enough that different factions would like to be in different places. I've never made a specific set of multi slices like this, but I think people like them. I like the theme of all the wormholes adjacent to the home. Right. Yep. Uh, there, there's better slices, there's worse slices, but the difference isn't as drastic as I thought, actually. Yeah, I don't have it right in front of me, but but I don't see one of the slices, you know, completely run away, running away with it. There's at least two or three that have a, a lot of wins, and maybe more than that. Like I said, I don't I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, there's there's two or three good ones. Okay. Maybe 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 in the future there should be actually more of a difference. Like the goal was to have two best slices, and then there's I think first and second speaker order are really good, right? Because tech and trade round one are just zoom zoom super high and then probably about two best factions so my goal is thinking when you're running your multi you'll the first six people will take those six-ish best options and then it's finding whatever's best for you out of the rest of the stuff that was my goal i don't know if the, the slice quality was actually that different enough well, that is really insightful to know that you had that in mind, though. I mean, obviously, you didn't pre-pick the the faction pool, so that 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 was kind of out of your hands. But to know yeah, that, that, that was, was completely your, random. Your your intention is pretty cool. Okay, very cool to hear. Oh, there is a lot of like most factions that are winning, except for Bam Bam, who I don't. And apart from the, Bam Bam and Jazz, who are just I think good at the game, and Cody, who I know is good at the game. Everyone else, if you look through the list, they're like, okay, no, these are good factions. Well, Bam Bam beat me in my game, and. Uh, and yeah and round four arborek no Arborek win yeah i it, shame on shame, well it was <laughs> I, I i anyway i don't want to throw too much shade at the tip we, we they everyone was ahead of me in speaker order and no one took imperial and he's like well i guess i'll just win mm -hmm. and I'm like okay well i couldn't do anything about it so i guess well i mean i could have <laughs> yep. but i, I kind of just threw in my hand earlier the way the game was going is like i'm gonna go fight this other person i'll just be friendly with arborek and that, that's what happened but anyway and then Jazz won as L1 in round four, That's right. which... That's right. What? How, how do you... Uh, I know I know. you had... At least Jazz had bonus points in agendas. Did you guys? Uh, I'd have to check. I, 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 I can't remember, because he definitely got two Imperial points off of Rex, but I don't remember if there were any more than that. Yeah. I think Jazz must have got... It's very impressive, because I think L1 is... Very awful. I, I agree. I, <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, some people are just but, good at but this game. Also, Jazz is very good at the game, turns out. Right. So Okay, cool. Well we're gonna keep the uh we're gonna keep reporting on this or whatever. You know, I just I, I love keeping keeping up in that channel. I'm mm -hmm. excited for the semifinalist games. Uh, I may actually 30, 30 yep. games or whatever was too many for me to pay any attention to besides my own, but um, six semifinalist games I may poke my head in. Yeah, I didn't pay much attention either. I'm getting everything ready unfortunately i think the games are going to have to be slower in the semis because sure. just the distribution of time zones we have you couldn't make all six be within their own time zone so you may as well mess them all up right right no they'd rather just have like one slow and one just or something. completely randomize everything sure. yeah because the game has to wait the semis the finals have to wait till the semis are done 
Well, as a final final thing on this, you know, you mentioned that they 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 the Space Cats Peace Turtles mentioned an async tournament. Like I think it was because people were hoping to do async games for the Space Cats tournament, and Matt, you know, said no, which I think is fair. He's like, that was, just do your own yeah, tournament, and then that's part of so Chasset, thank you for <laughs> for doing that. And then of course Matt won his game. No worries. He did. That was that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, that was that was the one I was kind of keeping an eye on. Nice. They had an unfortunate slowdown with a sub at the end, but they got there. Thank you to the person who subbed in. Was it Rand? I think it was Rand. Yeah, it was a sub. I think that's right. Them. Um, big kudos to all our subs who and so. Yes, and when the finals are done, I'll probably go for a, go for a, a third one. Like, there's not much getting in the way of it. And people are very interested you don't in have... it. People like this stuff. Yeah. Do we want to tease the the reward that we theorized for the the overall winner? I, I, I'd like to. I, I wasn't sure if you wanted. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So the idea was, whoever wins the tournament will get their own custom color for the bot in a color that only they are allowed to use, and they also get a little decal on their units of a little crown. I forgot about the crown part. Yes. Yes. I'm excited about that. Mm. That's really cool. Which it's just it's just a very cool thing that you could and it's something you could only do in an async in our async server. I think people really like the colors of the names too, so I mean uh, I think I think that's a that, yeah, that would have been enough. I would, I would do we we'd do that too. But, but the crown the crowns on the units, yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes. I we'll have to see if people like want to turn them off so they're not getting targeted or something. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Well, that's that's a question for the winner, right? right exactly. I want to go to a, just I want I want to do a couple more things here with you while I've got you. So um, I mentioned you know I, t I teased a weird map, but let's let's save that for the next thing and actually let's have you be sure. our guest for tech of the week this time um and, and and hear your your kind of immediate reactions to this uh you know to whichever tech i have I, to draw here i am praying for biostims is that the one you're praying so for? i can see yeah. I, I so i can sing its praises i mean i actually don't know i mean how important is it that i draw this randomly i mean if you've got a strong opinion about one maybe that's more fun actually no do, do it random do random okay well i don't know i do Biostims, I, I call it my favorite tech. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's 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 hear the, let's hear your, your praises for Biostims. I'm kind of a fan sure. as well, but let's actually hear someone who's apparently given this some thought more than two seconds worth. Biostims is my favorite deck in the game, at least compared. I think compared to the average person, like it's hard to say whether you like Gravity Drive or not. Well, I, some people I know actively don't like Gravity Drive. But most people are just like, yep, yeah, it's just a thing that you do to play the game. You, same with like unit upgrades, like, okay, this is just how you play the game. But in the same way that like Expendable likes Cruiser 2 and Integrated, I like Biostims. I just love all the sneaky different ways it can do. I love it can, the way it can stall. Uh, Biostim Sling Relay, for example, or Biostims Magion, or Biostims. Vortex, that's a fun one. Let me actually just uh, read the card really quick, so everyone, you know, anybody who's not, who doesn't have every card memorized yep. like we do. But um, so, Biosims is a green tech, uh, one green prerequisite. Prerequisite. It says, you may exhaust this card at the end of your turn to ready one of your planets that has a technology specialty, or one of your other technologies. And so, this is where you're talking about, like, you you do sling relay, 
yes. produce something as a stall and then, you know, ready it with biostims and then you can do that again on, on some future yes. turn. I also really enjoy playing Mahapt, and this is obviously one of their starting techs. Um, yeah, I think it it's actually like such a huge factor of at least the way I play the faction that it's really interesting. Like Biostims, if I play I'm playing Mahapt, I'm like, cool, give me that similar slice. Right. With it, if if you get a similar slice with it adjacent to home, you're like, cool. I'm gonna have a fantastic game, just just off of this one planet, because the rest of it will be fine. Like I think, you, the rest of your slice will be fine too. But if you get Semlor, that's at least six resources around. You're like, cool. That's just better than a Bizfreya. Right. That's great. Right. Yeah. Well, yep. You you can sneakily do th uh, score spendies with it in the last round. You can like. I've, I've won a game off Biostims where I think the stage two was 16 influence and I didn't have 16 influence. I had like 14 and I sat around and stalled and I, did, I didn't have the triggers or anything and everyone kind of discounted me. I was pointing at it, you know, I don't have the stuff. And then everyone passed, end of the round. I go, I take Archon Veil, ready it. Cool, I win. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that's, anything quite that dramatic. That's just something you don't... Yeah, that's... That's just there's some things you don't expect from the tech. Um, I like that it's the one green prerequisite for Fighter 2. Sure. Uh, and just the cool green faction techs. I think it's safe to say Biostims is the best green tech. Yeah, it's just in an ocean of garbage as well, right. but it's the one thing that completely saves it. Right. I can't think of another green tech that I really am excited to get. Maybe, you know, not faction techs. Yeah. Uh, Biostims I'm pretty happy with. You, you know, you, you've spoken to it more than I could. I love winning a game off it. That's that's awesome. Um, the one thing that I would say about Biostims is one time I was playing Ghosts and I got Mob Worlds and I could not figure out what to get because uh, I'm, I'm already going blue. Nice. I already And so... I ended up going Biostims, uh, Sling Relay, and Wormhole Generator, <laughs> and so I had. That's, fan that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah, that you sounds know, amazing. Three, three stalls guaranteed every single round. If I needed a Wormhole Generator twice, I could do that, which was like you know occasionally kind of useful to mess with people. It's your Fighter Two prereq. Two. Yeah, absolutely. Very happy with it. Sounds sounds perfect. All right. Anything else on Biostims? That was a uh, that was cool. Uh, a side effect is that I really like the Rigels. Because <laughs> they they're really good for scoring, and they come with a green skip, so you can actually get to biosins. Yeah, okay, love that. Yeah. Okay, so last thing before I, I let you go here is you have also the weird game mode of the week, which is your three D map, um, and I will in the yeah. show notes put like a link to to where you can kind of see a picture that uh, that you you shared of this, but. I don't know how hard yeah. it is to describe, I, like just audio. I can try and I can try and audio describe it. Um, so the map has. Have you ever seen like the homemade three D maps where it's like three layers of slices on top of each other? Yes, I have. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's kind of that sort of idea, but taken a slightly further. So the map's been split into six different rings. Each ring has is basically a middle tile and then one ring of tiles around it. So seven tiles between them. You can think of them as like 
on a normal map, you've got 0, 0, 0, Mechatorx, and you've got 101, 102, 103, 104, 105, 106. You've got six of these rings, and they are stacked on top of each other in an infinite loop. So if you're on the 0, 0, 0 of any of your rings, you can spend one movement point to go up one ring or down one ring to the quote-unquote 0, 0, 0 of the tiles of the ring above or below you. And they just keep going looping through each other, so there's no top or bottom. The way you display this is you just kind of lay out the six rings in a circle-ish shape. Because obviously you can't represent this as a real thing. Right, because, because the top, if you try to, the top is also connected to the bottom anyway, so, so a circle kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So both for playing on async reasons and for realistic reasons, you just lay them out next to each other. creates a lot of interesting geometries on the map. So each ring has a home system. It has three tiles that they drafted in their milty. It has one tile from their neighbor's milty draft, and it has another tile from their other neighbor's milty draft. And then the last tile is specially inserted. It's a wormhole that leads to Mechatol. And there's lots of interesting geometries based on your distances to Mechatol, so that just other map styles can't produce. Like, there are three neighbors that have a home system of different distance three to you. <laughs> right, right. There's your neighbor to your left, your neighbor to right, and also the person across your board. Your home systems are only three apart because you can just move up three rings and you're in the home system from yours to theirs. Sure, okay, okay. You, you also have three different ways to get to Mechatol, all of length three. So there's the one on your so, on your level. You can just go to that wormhole and then yeah. to Mechatol. Or you can go up or down, which I'm yeah. assuming gets you to Mechatol also. So you go, you'd go like up one, across one to Mechatol, or down one, across one to Mechatol, yeah. Okay, and, and the way I'm looking at this too, this picture that you've got here, it looks like... You know, I'm just making these numbers up, but like rings or, or, or levels one and four are also connected by wormholes and two and five and three and six. Yes. And those are the ones that wouldn't otherwise be adjacent. No, but they are also the ones which are three moves away from each other. <laughs> Their home system. So there's just more across the board connectivity like that. And it's also just really hard to gun anything. <laughs> like right. when you when you if you look at like the home system of the person in the top ring and the person in the the second ring. Like, when you plot out the different paths they could take to your home system, it's really hard to actually get rid of it, to stop all of it. Every home system is adjacent to five tiles. Am I getting that right? Five tiles. So, yes, okay. you'd have to gum your three as normal and then up and down also. Which, 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 and those are like on other people's levels. I don't know how people feel about like my you know, quote unquote my slice on on this version, but yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Okay. Oh, the other interesting thing is any tile that you draft is strictly closer to your home than anyone else's. Okay. Okay. But, good. But you've got to defend it, right? Slice is plastic. Right. And so on and so on. So anyone listening to this, like, I'm saying this a little late, but yeah, go back and re-listen to it. Find the picture. I think that will help a lot if, if, if this is hard to track, but I'm 
I'm getting this much more than I actually did before, even though I'd, I'd spent some time looking at this. Yeah, so every time I try and I have to run this, I have to, you know, there's a lot of explaining to do and lots of people like, wait, what? How did you do that? And are these adjacent? I don't understand. And, right. you know, there's a, there's a time eventually where it clicks and you're like, okay, no, I understand this. I've seen how do you, you just know how have many to spend a while you've done longer. this version? I've seen it a few launch. I think even in fog, maybe. Yeah, so I've done it a good few times in fog. Most of those is finished. I've tried it I've only played it a couple of times myself in async. Fog of War sixty eight finished recently actually, which is a game that I GM'd. Okay. Which was every now and then I like to do a game with every variant I can think of. <laughs> So that was Rotisserie Franken with a 3D map and Absol Agendas. Oh my gosh. Okay. And Rotisserie Frankens, if you don't know, are the next step up from a normal Franken bag where instead of getting dealt bags and picking components at random, you just pick any component in the game and say, I want this one. Cool. And the next person says, I want this component. So the first person goes, I want Zayu. And the second person goes, cool, I want Sro. Right. And the next person <laughs> goes, I want Tech Singularity. And it just carries on like this until you build the most obscenely broken factions you've ever seen in your life. Because <laughs> you have every, because all the Dream Franken combos are always possible. Yeah, unless someone else takes part of it or something. But you're right. Yeah, it's not, it's not up to the bag getting past you. Uh, like yeah. Amazing. Okay. Your average faction strength is very strong in a rotisserie Franken, but they're cool. And anyway, they finished that game recently. It took them a good while, but they did it, and I'm very proud of them. <laughs> That's awesome. There's so many people, you know, and drop out of something like that. Yeah, there's been a few other fog games which have been played on this too. There was a, I think, Pally won a game as Sadak or Ruza. I always get them mixed up. <laughs> I don't know why. Um. So can anyone do this? I guess maybe that's my yeah. last question. If someone wants to set up their own 3D map game, um, should they just ping you? Or, or like, what's the, what's the way to do Yes. That? So I made a request to Prisoner1 that he makes a fancy command which can take a normal 3D, a normal map string, because it converts in the same way every time. You just do a multi-draft, and then you can convert it to a 3D map. Okay. And I, I made a request that he could make a command that automates it. And it doesn't exist yet, but in the future, it hopefully will. Okay, very cool. That'd be awesome. And he might try and make an... Use, he might try and help the same command make... If you've seen, like, the Holy Teaspoon maps yes. and the the um, Asteroid maps and those... Just ones which are just tweaks or bunker draft or, you know, ones like that. Awesome. Okay. Well, that I've, you've been doing a lot around the server. I'm really glad we, we, we got you on here to, uh, to, to listen to, you know, hear your voice. Um, I, I meant to have some quit, some, some, some comment about, you know, drafting light gray and your, and everyone's next game is, you know, to, to, to honor uh, you somehow or nice. something. But anyway, really glad to have you on the show. Yeah, no worries. Thank you for having me. Okay, that was awesome to have Chasset on here, and I can't add a whole lot to that. Let me give you a few, some various updates, and we'll call this show a wrap. Um, async rank, we have three new ministers this week. As a reminder, the minister rank goes to anybody who wins a TIGL or TI Global League game and doesn't already have a rank. Since the last episode, we've got Flight of Fancy, 
Colone and Pally as new ministers. And so far, nobody has reached agent rank, uh, which would be a game with all ministers playing. Whoever wins that game will be an agent. Uh, I joined a game with all ministers uh, and was met with my first ever elimination. So maybe that next rank is not uh, for me, at least not soon. But uh, also my first elimination. So glad I got that box checked off in my playing career. Um, And as far as recent bot updates, the big one, uh, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes, is that the bot has a way now, this is from Finn, of course, the bot has a way of showing what you've produced now, uh, which it kind of already did, but it also shows the total cost of the produced units. It also shows the cost of what you spent for those units. It includes like Sarween tools. There's a few exceptions it doesn't include, but very cool for double checking math, um, reminding you when regulated consumption is in play, that kind of thing. So uh, kudos to Finn, looks awesome. And with that, that's our episode. Thank you for listening to Strengthen Bonds. If you liked this episode or if you didn't, leave a comment on the episode discussion in Discord. Uh, add the Strengthen Bonds role if you want to get tagged with new episodes uh, or just come by the Sandwich Bar in general to chat about the show. And as a reminder, please take your turns. <laughs>